Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts. And that's not just what we call ourselves, that's what our moms tell people when the Apple event is finally here. I'm your host, Luke Miani. And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. Now, for legal reasons, this being season two, we do have to reiterate that the laugh is not capped at two. If, if you choose to have more, then we are not legally responsible for that. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's season two, kind of. I mean, I, I, we didn't really call it that because I feel like 21 episodes isn't really like a season. I feel like for a podcast, a season has to be a year. I guess. I mean, you know, we, we took a little break in there. We're trying some new stuff, which we're going to talk about shortly. I think I think it's we could call it a two point oh. We could call it a, call it an update, an upgrade, if you will. Oh, that's a know. great idea. We should just call this the new Dark Mode OS two. Yes, <laughs> it's very. Catchy. It's our new software update. Uh, and speaking of software, Noah over here has actually developed some which we are going to be putting to use in this new, updated, and much more flashy version of Dark Mode. Yes, that was a fantastic transition. I have to give you Thank some credit you. there, first of all. Um, but yeah, so one of, the, uh, one of the new things that we're trying out uh, for this season or for this upgrade or whatever you want to call it um, is we love all of the interaction. All the interaction happens over the YouTube chat and to a lesser extent the Twitch chat. Seems like most people watch this most people who are watching this live watch this on YouTube. Uh, but for the people that are watching live, uh, we love all of the interaction. And so I've been working on a little app that will uh, help us with the interaction, make it uh, you know a little bit more streamlined and, and a little bit more interactive, I guess. And so basically the app, uh, it's, this is sort of the beta test. This first week is the beta test. It's very bare bones. I'm still working on it but it will allow uh, Luke and I to create polls and then anyone who is listening in live can respond to the polls and then see the results. So, you know, if we're talking about a product or we're talking about the Apple event and we have some questions, instead of just having people write in the YouTube chat and us trying to get an idea of who's saying what, we can just create a poll here and uh, you know people can uh, respond to the poll, we can see the numbers, and in the future there will be other things like a way to submit questions uh, for the show and, and, uh, and all that stuff. But uh, today we're gonna be testing out the poll feature, which is gonna be exciting. So I guess we can, we can just start by talking about the Apple event, because that's what everyone's here for, right? That, that, that's sort of the only major tech news, at least that I've been covering, that happened in the last week. I don't know. Did anything else in any other area of tech happen in the last week? I wasn't paying attention. I can't think of anything big off the top of my head. There was the Apple and, and uh, the Apple and Epic. The Apple and Epic uh, court case got decided. So that's maybe that's we could talk true. about that briefly. That's true. The Apple and Epic. I mean, that one. It was a very interesting ruling. Yeah. Do you want to give your thoughts as a developer? We could, I guess, briefly give our thoughts before we jump into the Apple event and some of our live, real-time polls. <laughs> Sounds so fancy. That's what we're calling them. Yes. Um, yeah, so I did read about the, the Apple and Epic ruling. I think the, the result was uh, basically Apple is not a monopoly, 
but they have to allow alternate payment platforms. I believe that was the ruling, more or less. Mm -hmm. And I think, first of all, I think that's a good, like, you know, monopoly decision aside, I think allowing more payment options is a good thing because obviously, you know, having more uh, competition is always a good thing and it'll allow apps. Some of the apps are like so weird the way that they have to handle this. Some of them just don't say anything because you can't link. That was the other thing is that now you can actually link to an external signup page because before your app could not link outside of the app. So like Netflix, for example, um, or Spotify, any of those streaming services, were not allowed to link to a signup page. So if you downloaded the app, obviously people know, you know, you can sign up somewhere, but it's like a really weird experience. And now they're allowed to link out to a signup page, which is good. Um, and, you know, if they can have these alternate payment systems to charge in the app, it'll be easier for users to, to deal with it. You know, the apps will, will be a lot, uh, a lot easier to use. And then there's also some weird things. Like I saw YouTube premium, you can subscribe to YouTube premium in the YouTube app on iOS and it's more expensive. I think it's like 1599 in the app and it's like 1199 if you sign up on the web and that's because Apple charges their premium. And so YouTube passes it yeah. on to the user. And so, you know, if someone signed up for it in the YouTube app and they didn't even know, you know, that's, that's not good for the user, but it's I will say just throwing money away just to get Apple their extra cut. Yeah. They're just throwing, they're just, they're basically just paying Apple for the privilege of hitting the sign up button in the app instead of on the website, which is, you know, obviously pretty silly. Um, but I will say that, uh, I don't think this is, you know, the alternate payments is going to be too much of an issue for Apple because there are definitely some, some, uh, solid systems out there. You know, if you're talking about YouTube, uh, or PayPal, so you know, these, these kinds of services, you know, you trust Google, you trust Spotify, you trust PayPal, whatever those are. Um, but any of like the, the, the shadier ones, the ones that you don't trust as much, I think people are still going to choose to go with Apple's in-app purchase system. So it's not going to, you know, go away by any means for the developer. It's easier, you know, they can integrate it directly into the app and they don't have to worry about finding some third party or managing stuff themselves. And for the user, there's more trust. So I think it's a good thing uh, overall. And I don't think it's going to hurt Apple too much because people will still use the in-app purchases. Yeah, and I think, I don't know, this this ruling, I'm sure Apple would have loved to continue to monopolize the way payments were completed. But, like, at the end of the day, I never really bought their excuse of, like, oh, it's for protection. Oh, we're taking money from every single transaction for your protection. It's like, right. it was pretty transparently greedy. And, I don't know, I just think it's really interesting because we've talked about how Apple handles privacy, which is a little bit more altruistic on its face and then apple when it comes to payments they try to make it about privacy they're like oh well we just want to like make sure that you're not like getting scammed or something and everyone was kind of like um i don't know and so it's good that you know if apple wasn't gonna kind of do the right thing it's good that the court made them yeah Gotta, gotta love some checks and balances, am I right? It's all about choice. Choice is the big one here, folks. And now, and now you have more of it, and that's always a good thing. It's always a good thing. I just find it funny how Apple, I, I find these, these like decisions very satisfying because Apple 
likes to present themselves. I don't want to say like they're above the law because that's not really that's not necessarily how they act. But like they act, you know, they're very principled in what they do. And like, you know, our way of doing it is the right way. And so and, you know, obviously, like as a consumer, you don't have much control over that so to see a court be yeah. like no your way is you're actually wrong you have to do something like <laughs> it's, it's kind of satisfying in a way i don't know oh it definitely is because apple i don't know apple definitely gives me we know better than you vibes in all things yeah like like everything they do is sort of like a you'll love this trust us because we know what you want you know mm-hmm. and that was sort of i don't know that was People are always like, oh, well, that's t- Steve Jobs wouldn't have been like that. But that was kind of his whole thing. The whole, yeah. like, the whole, the iPod, right? Uh, the iPod, the iPhone, all of those breakthrough products. Steve Jobs used to say, our job is not to just find out what the customer wants and give it to them. It's to make something that the customer doesn't even know they want yet. Mm-hmm. That was, like, his whole motto. And that's why Apple, like, did really well when he came back in the late 90s. But now I feel like it's almost a little bit too much. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's not what Steve Jobs would have wanted, as many people love to say, as, as all of those, those people on the Mac Rumors comment section love to bloviate about how t- Steve Jobs would never have done this to our precious baby <laughs> Apple. It's like, okay, well, Steve Jobs released the first five MacBook Pros in his tenure, and, like, four of them have crippling graphics card defects. So maybe let's not pretend that he was, like, an all-knowing deity, right? Yeah. But, like, I definitely think that this is a bit much. Like, with my AirPods Max, right now I've got another iMac over here where I'm monitoring the stream. Heaven forbid I turn the audio on, (laughs) because then Apple's going to be like, oh, you... You're currently consuming audio, but you pulled something up over there, which means you must not care. So you want to have the audio that you're listening to on your headphones just come blaring out of the speakers at full blast. (laughs) And then we'll move your headphones over to this tiny little audio source over there from a computer that's on mute. We're just going to move you over there. That's what you wanted, right? (laughs) Yeah. I hate that so much. I hate it. It honestly... I, I don't know. I might even make a video. I don't. I don't think anyone would watch an AirPods Max <laughs> video. But I. I almost think it's worth making a video to be like Apple. Hey, buddy, stop telling me what I want to do. If yeah. I want to switch my headphones, I rather than having it do it itself and be like, ooh, we're gonna, we're gonna guess what you want. I'd rather just have a very easy button that lets me switch it. Why can't I just have a button? Is that too much to ask? Apparently. Yeah, it's like the power button. It's like, can you put a power button on the AirPods Max? If right? I don't want to like, use your What if case? I just want to turn it off? Case. Okay? Sue me. Sue me. I want to turn off my headphones. Heaven <laughs> forbid. And someone just pointed out that you can turn off the auto transfer in the Bluetooth settings. I don't want it to be on off. I want it to let me tell it what I want, you know? Right. I don't want it to necessarily be like... You're either going to behave like a piece of crap Bluetooth headphone that you buy from <laughs> Micro Center with that free coupon thing, <laughs> yeah. or it tries to be smart but is actually dumb. Like, I don't want that binary. I want it to be somewhere in the middle. I want it to be like, ask for confirmation. What about that? What if it just said, would you like to switch? And I could just tap yes right away. Yeah. 
Look at that. That didn't take a genius. I just came up with that off the top of my head. But Apple's like, no, 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 no. You either get the feature, flaws and everything, or you disable it. No in between. Oh, but they're not flaws. It's intended behavior. You're just using it wrong. Oh, you're wrong. right. You're right. I'm using it wrong by trying to listen to... Like, this literally happened to me on an airplane. Oh. I was watching Netflix on my iPad. And I pulled up my phone... And I can't remember what was on. Maybe it was like, a, like I had a video in news or something that was like cached before we took off mm-hmm. and it started playing. Or maybe it was Twitter. Twitter does it all the time. And it, and it just moved over. And then my Netflix show started playing out loud on the airplane. Oof. And I keep my phone. It's always on. Look, I can pull it up right here. It's always on. Hello? It's always on mute, right? So clearly yeah. I didn't want audio, and yet it still moves it over. I just don't get it. I, I don't even want to turn it off. I just want it to work better or give me an option. Yeah, anyway, that's fair. We should probably talk about this gosh dang Apple event. I think and I have a should. feeling that this Apple knows what you want might be a recurring theme with some, so. of, some of these features. So let's start with you, Noah. You almost never, like see an Apple event and go, wow, I got to have that and buy something immediately. But that Mm -hmm. wasn't the case this past Tuesday. That is true. The thing that got me was the new iPad mini. It definitely, definitely got me. And I did, I did uh, a pre-order one. Ooh, look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, when's the last time that you've pre-ordered something? Non-iPhone. Non-iPhone. Uh, I guess yeah. probably the 2018 iPad Pro, right? Yeah, I think wow, so. Wow, so I guess you're just an iPad fanboy. That's, <laughs> that's definitely not a word that I would use to describe myself, but, <laughs> like, I mean, that's the yeah, historical I wouldn't describe data. You as that, I wouldn't describe you as that either, but, I mean, the trends don't lie. That is true. I don't know. I I just really liked... I thought the iPad mini, I thought it was so cute and it's like Mm. such an interesting size and I'm so incredibly curious. I haven't watched any like hands-on videos or whatever. I think Apple published, maybe it was for the iPhones they published a video, but like I haven't watched anything about the iPad mini and I'm not going to because I'm going to get it on Friday, you know, or it should be coming on Friday. I'm just so curious because like all the pictures of the people holding it in one hand and so it's like eight inch diagonal screen. I'm just like so curious to see what this size is going to be because I feel like it could be like the perfect little like right companion dev- like I don't even know. I, mean, I just feel like it could be so see, nice. I I almost regret that I didn't get the cellular model cuz I I don't know. I've never bought a cellular iPad, but now that I think about it, it I mean, I guess I wouldn't really have a use for the cellular capability but it does make sense like if you're on the go it is it's, it's like it's like what netbooks should have been mm-hmm. 14 years ago remember the netbook craze oh, chat yeah. does anyone did anyone have a netbook i had an msi wind netbook that thing was <laughs> oh, <yeah>. terrible <laughs> it was awful it had a 40 gigabyte hard drive an intel atom single core i think it had half a gig of ram and it ran Windows XP in 2008. Like it was, it was behind the times, and it ran that very poorly. I should point out. <laughs> I remember that thing. 
it had like one of those crappy little screens the the viewing angle like you know how apple's always like 179 degree viewing angle i think this was about nine degree viewing angle it was awful it was terrible <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man damn are we dating ourselves here what's a netbook oh no damn look at that i guess i guess that was a while ago so even other people our age probably don't know what they are but we were just yeah. tech nerds since birth so i guess we paid attention to it <laughs> yeah but yeah, but yeah i don't I mean, know this ipad mini it's 8.3 inch diagonal that's, right. so the thing that i'm really curious about and i think you've probably had this thought too i can't tell yet whether it's the perfect size or if it's too small yeah or i'm I'm wondering think? because I I could even imagine it being too big. Like if I'm like if I'm thinking about what I want, like I see this thing being held in one hand, right? All the pictures, not all the pictures, but like a lot of the pictures, they're being it's being gotcha. held in one hand. We don't know how big those hands are. They could be giant hands for all we know. But but in all the pictures are being held I don't know. It's Somehow being I held in it. one hand. I don't I have like no reference <laughs> for like size of anything so like i don't i don't even know like like a hand or like eight inches like i don't know i don't we could get into a whole thing you've never experienced eight inches it's it's that's that's just too 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 uh too small for me um yeah yeah so uh my my point though is when i imagine this thing i'm kind of like i'm i'm kind of imagining it as like a really big sort of widescreen iPhone, I guess, or almost like if Apple made the iPhone fold, mm. this is what it would look like when it's unfolded. That's sort of what I'm picturing it to be and what I'm like hoping oh. it'll be size-wise. So I don't, we'll see if it, you know, I'm curious. It could be too big, could be too small, but that's sort of what I'm picturing. That is interesting. I, I think what you said, the iPhone fold unfolded makes a lot of sense. Because mm-hmm. 8.3 inch diagonal, I mean, here's the thing. It's not that much smaller than what iPads were for a very long time. It wasn't until 2017 that the standard iPad got larger than 9.7 inches. Right. So, I mean, granted, they all had very thick bezels. Like, I'm talking iPad 1, 2, 3, 4. Yeah. Even the iPad Air is a bit of a thick boy now. But the... 9.7 inch screen so i guess it's 1.4 inches larger that is a pretty big difference now that i think of it yeah and especially the like it's the 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 diagonal length always gets me because when you shrink the diagonal like the the width and the height shrink proportionally but like how like what's the how big of a difference does it make because i feel like it maybe shrinking the diagonal makes more of a difference or it affects both at the same time so it's like i don't know i'm gonna i i kind of want to look up the dimensions of this i don't know if apple has published the technical specifications oh here it is that's whoa okay wait you're gonna have to vamp for a minute because i gotta i have a i have oh never mind okay I've got an an old iPad okay. mini here. This one's not functional, but this should give us okay. a size comparison, right? So for those of you listening along at home, um, I guess imagine an iPad mini. There you go. 
I'm gonna put us into I'm gonna put us into a wider screen here so people can see my hands if you're watching live. So this iPad Mini, which is actually the this is an iPad Mini three, which is identical in terms of size to the iPad Mini one, two, three, four, and five. That's right. The iPad Mini until now has never changed design, not once, since 2012. Yep. <laughs> How fun is that? Anyway, the iPad Mini 5 is 8 inches tall, it is 5.3 inches wide, and it is 0.24 inches okay. thick. The iPad Mini 6 is 7.69 nice. inches tall, 5.3 inches wide, and 0.25 inches thick. So it's almost exactly the same thickness, mm -hmm. just a tiny bit thicker. It's the exact same width. And it's a little bit shorter, I imagine, because you're eliminating bezels and kind of keeping... I guess the screen wouldn't be that different then either. This is a, so this is a 7.9-inch mm -hmm. diagonal. So it, it's not a lot bigger than this. That's really interesting. interesting. So the iPad, the body is a little bit smaller, but the screen is a little bit bigger. Diagonal. I think I think that the screen width right. is going to be the same because the the bezels, the side bezels on the iPad mini, it's probably hard to see that cuz this is a black iPad mini, yeah. but they're pretty small. I would imagine the honestly the side bezels might be smaller on the original iPad mini than on the new one. That would be crazy. Actually, yeah. But the top and bottom I think I think basically the the switch is coming in. I think the screen is basically stretching. If you're in landscape mode, I think it's getting a little bit wider. It's slightly taller mm -hmm. aspect ratio. And then obviously even bezels all around. And then we're shaving just 0.3 of an inch off the top. So physically, it's actually pretty similar to this much older iPad mini. Now about what you were saying about the one-handedness, I don't know. What do you think, Noah? Does this seem pretty one-handable to you? I think so. That looks that looks like the uh, the promo pictures. The way you're holding it there. Yeah, like this right here. This this grip. Yep. Yeah. And honestly, I, I, so I this was actually the first iPad I had was an iPad Mini, the original one. I saved up. I got it. Sixty four gigs. That was a big purchase at the time. That was like my first major Apple product that I bought myself. Actually, it was Very my second nice. one after my MacBook. Anyway, that's not important. No, no, it was before the MacBook. Anyway, it's still not important. <laughs> One of the things that I'm really looking forward to is being able to type on this thing in vertical mode like this. Because mm -hmm. you, it's so... Like this typing position... I like how I'm giving this demonstration here. Yeah. It's so good. Dude, look at this. It's awesome. The keys are huge, so there's no mistyping. Yeah. But you can easily reach the middle, which you can't do on the larger iPads. That is true. I didn't think about that, but that is true. It's very nice. That is really, really interesting. That is Because I think that opens up a whole new potential. I, I don't know about you, Noah. I like to use my iPads caseless, 
and like keyboardless. Even my 11-inch iPad Pro, I know that's the one that you have. Is yours pretty much always on a case? Yeah, I keep it in the keyboard folio pretty much always. Huh, that's very curious. Uh, do you think, like obviously Apple doesn't offer a keyboard case for the iPad Mini 6 because it would only be this wide <laughs> and it would yeah. probably not be very great. Probably not. But do you think, or it doesn't have a smart connector either, I'm pretty sure. No, it doesn't. It, so it works with Bluetooth any... keyboards. It, you could get a Bluetooth keyboard case potentially, but not yeah. not a smart connector case. That's true. I'm, I'm trying to go to the compare here. The iPad I, mini versus the iPad Air. The thing that I'll say is I... The other night, like after the iPad Mini got announced, I was like looking at my current iPad that I have, and like, yeah, when you take the the keyboard case off, that keyboard case adds like it's like double the the width, like the bulk, and it's so much heavier. And when I took the iPad out of the case and I like looked at it, I'm like, I can't believe that this thing is it's so thin and light. Like no, the, the keyboard case, like completely, it's like much heavier and much bulkier. But when you take it out of there and you like look at it, it's like it's like it's crazy. It's crazy to me, honestly. That's why I love using my oh my camera defocused there. Hello, that's why I absolutely love using my here. I've got my iPad Pro 11 inch, and I've even I've got the uh, the smart the Magic Keyboard, mm -hmm. which is even bigger and heavier. Like, this thing is literally the same weight it feels like. I mean, I'm sure someone will pull up the exact difference. It feels like a MacBook Air. It's not thin. It's not light. That's why I use it caseless all the time. Yeah. Because, I mean, first of all, it's really easy with the Magic Keyboard. I do like that because I'm, like, sitting there typing using the trackpad, and then I just pop it off to go do something else. I mean, just look at this device. I know. But imagine this being handheld that just i'm really excited now i'm really excited for this thing because th even this i use i i sometimes type like this when i have it in vertical mode mm -hmm. it's a stretch but i can make it work to have it to have this be this size that's upside down <laughs> looks fantastic i i can't wait yeah i'm looking forward to it and i was considering when it um so i got the i got the ipad mini in in purple i don't know if you want to reveal i don't think you want to reveal what colors Ooh. you got yet you don't, I don't remember. remember i don't know but <laughs> i don't remember what i ordered well, it could be a Let surprise sorry continue with your thing I'm so yeah so i out. i ordered mine in purple because i thought that was the best color out of the four if they had did like a blue maybe i would have gone for that but i feel like out of the four that they that they had i like the purple the most and i was considering ordering the folio case as well i would have gotten it in purple but i was considering getting the case but i decided maybe i will in the future but i decided for now not to because what i like i was like i was like oh should i get the folio case it'll protect the ipad like it's it's like a nice color whatever but then i looked at my ipad pro and i took it out of the case and i'm like wow this case does it's like so big and bulky and the fo the folio case is not going to be as much as the keyboard probably but like 
when you look at the iPad without a yeah. case on, it's like such a nice thing. And I'm like, I don't want to put a case on this iPad mini. So I didn't order it. Yeah. I, I didn't order any. I, I ordered no accessories. I kind of feel like that would be an interesting <clears throat> angle to take because I think Apple kind of expects like, yeah, you can buy like even even with the 12.9 inch iPad Pro, this thing gets so expensive. I've got that here as well. I just always have like a pile of Apple products off camera. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like I mean this thing is huge with the I mean it doesn't look that thick but this thing is heavier than a MacBook Pro it's no smaller footprint wise like it's a little less wide but it's taller mm -hmm. and the thing that I don't like about the 12.9 inch I might make a video revisiting this the thing that I really don't like about it is when you use it as a laptop, which is clearly what Apple intends when they sell you this $330 case for it, the center of balance is way off. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you put this on your lap, if you put this on a bed, it always, it's, it's always tipping over. And yeah. I don't know, it's just like, I feel like you're spending so much money and then they still expect you, like, if you really want to get the most out of this iPad Pro, this is the base model, $1,100. If you want to get the most out of it, you need this, this keyboard case. You just do. I mean, unless you are buying it specifically to use as a drawing tablet or to take notes by hand, you basically need the keyboard. And if you're doing those two things, then you probably need an Apple Pencil. Like, there's almost no way that you buy one of these iPads, the Air, the 11-inch Pro, the 12.9-inch Pro, without you needing to give Apple yet more money to get some accessories. Like if yep. Apple want, if Apple had their way, this would probably be a $2,000 setup if I upgraded the storage, got the case and got an Apple pencil. Yep. You'd be you'd be getting I mean this is 1450 for a base model. It's kind of nuts. Add another 200 for the um, higher storage tier compared to 128. Add another hundred dollars for an Apple Pencil, you'd you'd be you'd be pushing fourteen inch MacBook Pro money super easily. So I'm really curious with this five hundred dollar base model iPad Mini, can I get away with having zero accessories and still have a useful product? I think, I think so, and I'm really curious to see. I can't imagine using a keyboard with it. Like, I'm sure there will be some third-party cases that come out. I can't really imagine. I mean, it would be such a small keyboard, but I guess you could do it. But, like, even the Apple Pencil. Like, I have the Apple Pencil for my iPad Pro, so I'm definitely going to try it out on the iPad Mini. But, like, I'm very curious to see how that experience is. If you have to hold the iPad in one hand and, like, try and write on it, and if it's, you know, that small of a screen size, I'm really curious to see how that experience is. But I definitely think huh. that you could get away with no accessories more so with the iPad mini than with a bigger iPad. I just had a thought. What you said about holding it in one hand and taking notes, that might actually mm -hmm. be kind of genius. I feel like that might be a pretty good meta. I might buy a used Apple Pencil to, to try to get it cheap. Because think about it this way. When the iPad Pros, when this generation, right, the 11-inch, the 12.9-inch came out, note-taking was like like a big part of it, right? The new Apple Pencil, they're like, you can use this. It's like a sheet of paper. Well, the right. iPad Mini is kind of like a notepad. 
Right. I don't know. I feel like that might be an interesting... If you can just have a little thing that you can even hold in your hand and just be writing on while it's hand-hold. I don't know if that would be uncomfortable, maybe, but that seems like a pretty interesting idea. Yeah, I'm really curious to see, because now I'm thinking, like, if you hold it, you know, that grip, the same grip that you're doing before, and then you're writing on it, I'm really curious to see if that's could be a really good experience. It could be, like, a really bad experience. I'm really, I'm very curious to see how it is. Someone in chat said maybe to try a case without the screen covering, just covering the back and the edges. I feel like that's the part that I wouldn't want to cover. If I wanted to cover anything, maybe it would be the screen to protect it. Yeah. But I think caseless is the way to go. I just checked, by the way, and I ordered Starlight. So I feel like I should have not done that. I kind of regret that decision. What, the color? Yeah... Yeah, I feel like I maybe should have done purple as well. That seems like a pretty good idea. I don't know. I feel like, like Starlight might have been my second choice. I think it looks good. I mean, it's not yeah. silver, right? I, I yeah. definitely wouldn't have bought silver. I wish that they had brought more colors, and I don't know why the colors don't freaking match the IMAX. I know. it's What the heck is that? Really weird. They have, like, so many different color palettes that are, like, overlapping, but not the same it's weird i don't get it like the pink or even the purple right the purple shows up here it shows up i believe on the ipad air let me fact check myself in real time nope no purple ipad air but there is a purple imac yep. are there purple airpods max no 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 there is green there is pink AirPods Max, but they don't match the iPad <laughs> Air or Mini. Like, yeah. can I get some cohesion in the color palette, please? That's all I want. Like, I know this sounds like so fanboy, but how sick would it be if, you, if you're sitting there typing away, you got yourself a, let's call it the yellow one, right? The yellow iMac. And you're wearing your yellow AirPods Max, which they don't have, with this color on the on the ear cups, the aluminum being the pale yellow, the band being the saturated yellow. Mm -hmm. You've got your iPad Mini, and then you've got your yellow iPhone 13. Same thing, the back being more saturated on the glass, the aluminum rails being paler. Dude, come on. How are they missing that opportunity to sell people a whole ecosystem that's color-coordinated? I know. That would be so cool. I would probably do that with the blue because I feel like red's my favorite color, but, like, the blue colors that they have, I just – I really like the shade of blue that they use. So, I don't know. That would be, that'd be really cool, though. The blue on the iMac, I think, is good. The blue yeah. on the iPad Air – I think sucks. <laughs> it's it's a little I don't know if you've seen light. one. I thought it was not too light. I thought it was like muddy. Mm. Like it's not saturated enough. It looks kind of space gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. afar. It's no, it's bad. It's not good at all. It doesn't match the AirPods Max cuz the AirPods Max match the iMac kind of. <laughs> I, why does nothing match? Anyway, 
Uh, yeah, no, the iPad Mini, I think, was probably the most exciting part about the keynote. Yeah. And I think I think we need our first poll. Don't you think, Noah? I think we should we should uh we should give this a try. So, uh what do we I guess I'll set it up first and then we can tell yeah. everyone. I think what we need to know and feel free to chime in in chat if you want to expand on this is I I I kind of want to know whether the iPad mini is too big like like Noah said basically is it is it too big is it too small or is it just right like mm-hmm. is it too big to be a mobile portable pocketable device is it is it too small to be a productivity device or is it like kind of a perfect size sweet spot now obviously we don't have our hands on it yet so we'll maybe revisit this but I do want to get an idea of where everyone's head is so am i good to put up a banner here with the url here yeah go for it and let me fantastic do this all right so we're asking what do you think the ipad mini we're asking too big too small or just right yep all right let's see hopefully remember this is our beta test folks yeah this is our first poll and if you're listening along, then I bet you're filling with anticipation for these results because and you're definitely not just going like, man, when will these guys stop talking about something I can't see? <laughs> All right, go ahead. I think I think we should be good to go here. Okay, let me just check over here. Oh, I've cast my vote, but I don't want to muddy the waters here. So I'm going to put up the URL. It's app.darkmodepodcast.com. Now, Noah, am I correct in thinking that we are in the process of being approved for an app here? Uh, yes, the app will be available on the App Store and the Play Store uh, in the future. but for And it will also still be available on the web. Uh, but for now, it is web only. So that the app is coming very soon. And I'm sure if you're if you're here on mobile watching in picture in picture while you go over to the web. I'm sure you'll be very happy when we've got your you're going to have a little app for it. And we're going to we're going to have some other stuff in the app. We're we're working on some stuff. Yeah. We'll make the app worthwhile. It's not just going to like take up space and then every Sunday you vote on a poll and that's the only function of it. Oops, it looks like Wait, I made a Is this the only podcast with an app? I do not uh, listen to podcasts. By the way, no, your audio has just cut out. Oh no. One second. So Looks like it's a uh, it's a one man show right now. Now, anyway, while Noah is working on getting his audio back online, let me go ahead and refresh our poll results here, and we're gonna put those up on screen. This is really interesting. We've got forty one votes so far. Eighty eighty percent are saying that it's just right. Only two percent think it's too big, and seventeen percent say it's too small. That is pretty interesting. Well, now this is curious. Apparently, I'm the only one that can't hear Noah. Can you hear me right now? Are my AirPods not working? I think. Wow, this I guess is you can't hear me, but I I do think. And I, while you're fixing that, I'll point out that I did use I the no wrong two. That's okay. What I did use the, the wrong two 
in too small there so that's my bad but uh all right hopefully luke yeah because i can hear luke apparently airpods max are terrible headphones because i can't hear anything still can you still not hear me oh geez Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is really embarrassing. I'm just trying to... I'm just trying not to talk over Noah because I see that he's talking. Um, but I can't hear him. This is so bad. Apple, what are you up to here? Like, I'm so confused as to why this is not working. Anyway... We're up to 66 votes, and our percentages are staying the same. 80% say that it's just right. That's pretty impressive. Also, for those saying that my AirPods Max died, they are at 84%. This is really awkward. And you still can't hear me right now. Oh, wait. Now you're coming out of my desktop speakers and therefore mm -hmm. picking up on my microphone and ruining our audio, <laughs> but not coming out of the AirPods, even though they're connected. Uh. Yee, this is not a good look for Apple. <laughs> I have had a lot of issues software-wise with these AirPods Max. I gotta say, that is not good. They, I think what it is is they really don't like when you have multiple devices, they get freaked out by that, which is weird because that's like their whole function. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> okay, I can still hear you coming out of the computer, but not out of the AirPods. Oh. Wow, this is really shocking. I can't believe how bad this is. I would put them in the case to power cycle them, or I guess it's not power cycle, but I would put them in the case and then take them out again. Okay, let me, let me, wow, it won't let me change the output to them, even though they're connected. That is so, yeah, no power button, right? Gotta put them in the case. Gotta put them in the case. This is a great... Look at this, guys. This is intended functionality. Wow. I'm just using it wrong, apparently. I'm in the middle of having audio come out of it, and then it just doesn't come out anymore with no disconnect sound or any warning. Ah, I must be doing something wrong because that's clearly logical. My ear cup is on upside down. Okay. They're back in. Okay. No, like, okay. reconnecting sound. You're still coming out of the computer. Trying okay. to connect to them now. Say something. Can you hear me now? Hear me now? Oh, my God. It's still coming out of the freaking computer. <laughs> oh, no. And this is absolutely going to be picking up, and it's going to be desynced, and it's going to sound absolutely terrible. So if you're if you're listening to this stream or if you're listening to the podcast on your mobile device on your commute to work 
and you have now crashed your car out of rage at how terrible this sounds, uh, send an email to Tim Cook. Tell him to make AirPods not bad, because this is really bad. I'm genuinely shocked. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do, Noah? What? I'm. Okay, the right click is not working. <laughs> this is a mess. Oh, Apple, why do you do this to me? Remember what we. Do you remember at the beginning of this episode where I said, I have a feeling that this topic is going to come back up again when we were talking about how Apple knows better than you? Yeah. yeah. This is it, folks. Look at that. That's a, that's a circular narrative right there. The end is the beginning. And the beginning is the end. But you still can't hear me. You're still hearing me out of the, the speaker, the computer speaker. Affirmative. Oh, jeez. Yeah, well, and I cannot. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm basically trying to unpair these garbage $550 headphones. Okay, people are saying that the audio sounds fine and that it's not picking up. So maybe we should limp to the finish line. I don't know. We can try. Connect to this Mac. What the heck? The options for connections is so you can do connect to this Mac automatically. And the other option makes no sense. See if this makes any sense to you. Connect to this Mac when last connected to this Mac. Um. What does that mean? I guess if you guess last if you use last the AirPods with that Mac, it'll connect to it again. If you last use them with something else, then it'll connect to that other thing first. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I suppose. I don't know if that... Okay, I have now I forgotten my AirPods Max. They're no, gone. They're, they're on your head. They're still there. Oh. Oh, oh, you're right. How about that? Wait, but it still says it's connected to them? And they're back. What? Oh, there's a triangle. There's a warning sign. Enter the code. It says enter the code shown on these to connect to the Mac. Enter a code? Are you are you serious? It's yeah. It says, see the documentation that came with your Bluetooth device if you don't know the code or are having trouble connecting. It's a headphone. I think there's it's, no screen. I think it's connecting, think it's connecting wrong because some devices some do that, but the AirPods should not be doing that. So they show up as. 90-9C- like it's a whole random string of letters but it says noise cancellation on <laughs> like the AirPods Max contextual menu and the icon is still there but the name I think that's like the, the name bluetooth is not, and it won't connect to them I think that's like the bluetooth address yeah but yeah okay I wow. think wow I think, I think we think should we just, should try, just try, try and finish this as it is if this is not going to work. 
That's unbelievable. I can't believe. I might have to get these taken to the Apple Store because that's like fully broken. Anyway, off. Be gone with you, foul, disgusting creatures. My camera also defocused. Anyway, let's talk about these polls, shall we? Yes. 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 So the yes. poll is, the poll now, is finished. now finished. We had seventy-one votes, 71. which is pretty good for our first poll. And uh, yeah, it seems like. A lot of people okay here's what i'm curious about so a lot of people say that it's just right i i voted for just right but i'm still i think it's going to be a very good size for what i'm trying to do with it and we can talk about that in a second or i guess we're almost out of time so but the one thing i'll say is people who say that it's too small do you want something that's in between the i guess the 8.3 inches and then the 11 inch ipad pro or like then because there's also the regular iPad in there. Maybe that's not powerful enough for you. But like if the 8.3 inch is too small, is the 11 inch too big or 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 10.2 inch or whatever it is on the iPad too big? Like where I'm just curious, like where where you'd be at that point, you know? Yeah, that is interesting. The, I mean the the three percent that said too big. That is really curious. I think. I'm going to be honest here, folks. I think 80% of you guys are correct. I haven't even held the thing yet, but I mean, I've got the I've got the old one here. And I'll be danged if this isn't a really good size. Now, there's 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 reasons why I don't think this specific iPad mini is right. Like the iPad mini 1 2 3 4 5 the screen, I don't know, it looks dated. It's kind of like when you go back to an iPhone 6 Plus instead of uh, one of the Pro Max phones, where it's the same size, but the screen is just a little bit off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know, it's hard to describe. And I, I apologize, <laughs> everyone here who has like an iPhone 6 Plus through 8 Plus is like, hey, I love <laughs> my phone. And yeah, no, I mean, they're still good, but like, I don't know. I feel like just making it a little bit bigger and just get that new design language. I know it, it's not quite aesthetic. I don't know if this is making any sense to you, Noah, but like it's not an aesthetic reason that I don't like it. But there's something about the new style that just feels more like fluid and it, it just feels right on the iPad. No, I agree with you. I think the rounded corners and the way that the rounded corners match the rounded i really like the rounded corners of the display and and the way the the bezel looks and how it matches like everything just matches so you know you have the the actual device itself and then the bezel and then the screen and it just all like looks so nice it, it describes a singular form you know to to use <laughs> the old quote line. yes and it's classic it just i don't know it just looks really like that design from the 2018 iPad Pro, like that design, oh, it's so good. I love it. Oh, it's so good. I mean, uh, we we should we should talk about iPhone 13. I feel like we got derailed here by first of all a very interesting iPad Mini, um, the the Apple v Epic stuff that we talked about, mm -hmm. as well as these gosh darn AirPods that are making me so mad. But we got to talk about the iPhone 13 because this is a rare one. Noah doesn't often up upgrade back to back. But Noah, you ordered an iPhone 13 Pro. I did. The only reason, to be clear, the only reason why I ordered it is because my employer is paying for it. So I ordered it. Go. I ordered it with my company card, 
and I am not paying for it. And to be clear, if I if my employer were not paying for the phone, I would not have upgraded. Uh, but since they are, I'm upgraded. And you know, I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to it. There are a couple of nice things in there that I'm looking forward to. Um, so you know, I'm I'm happy to upgrade to it if if they're gonna pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to most. Mm-hmm. I think it's got to be promotion. Yeah. That's as I've been saying. I, I I don't know if I don't think I coined the term. I don't know where I heard it from, but I I call things icing features. Yeah. When they're not, they don't change the way that you use it, but they make the things that you do with it nicer. And so I guess I, I if if anyone's confused by what I mean by that, I would say that Apple Silicon is a core feature because it completely changes the way that you can use a Mac, right? If you're if you're going from the previous Intel Macs to a, an M1, then you're getting much more usable performance, you're getting much better battery life, much better thermals, much better optimization, you know? That's those are core functionality features that make a really big difference. Bringing back more ports, that's core functionality. Mini LED, I would even say is core functionality because it allows you to edit HDR video, view HDR content, right? Those are big changes that affect how you use a device. ProMotion doesn't unlock any new functionality realistically right. beyond or any, any new functionality that, that a standard user would be able to take advantage of or the targeted user even. But it does make everything just look nice. You know? Yeah. I will. You just, you just, you, you turn on the phone, you see the animations, you go, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I want to mention really quick, I did put up another poll, which iPhone uh, did you pre-order? So uh, if you. Oh yeah, that's perfect. If you'd like to head over to the app, you can, uh, you can vote, uh, vote in the poll. Uh, but while we're waiting for some of the if votes If you already have in, it open, by the way, you can just refresh the page and it'll show up. Yeah, or you can hit the little. You can you can um, hit the the reload button, or you can, uh, if you're on your phone, you can drag, or even on your desktop, you can drag down to do like the refresh kind of thing. That's another option. No, I'm so I'm sharing my screen here, but I got a vote. I did get a Pro Max. I know I'm kind of I feel guilty about it. Woo, dang, Apple is not going to be happy <laughs> with these poll results. Uh. Looks like a whopping 58% so far have not pre-ordered the new iPhones. I would be curious, chime in in chat, if you didn't pre-order an iPhone, are you waiting for like reviews? Are you waiting for it to come out to see what people say? Or are you just you know sight unseen, you're like not interested, I don't care about the new camera system, I don't care about cinematic video which can only shoot in 1080p at 30 fps for some reason or maybe you're waiting maybe you missed the window and the shipping times are really long like i'm curious to know why 58 percent of you don't want the new iphone or haven't haven't gotten the new iphone okay looks like looks like 13 pro is pulling out an interesting lead that's, in terms of people choice. who actually did order one that's what you ordered noah Yep. I'm assuming you went for the base one, 100, 128 gigs. I went for the base. The 128 gigs is the perfect amount of storage for me. I went with Agreed. the base, and I went with the Sierra Blue because that's the best color. 
Agreed. Objectively. No. Objectively. You can't but, uh, argue with that. Yeah. I will just say the thing. So I'm looking forward to promotion um, partially because it makes the animations look nice when you're scrolling through the home screen. Obviously, that's like, you know, whatever. But it, but it does make it look nice. But then also um, when it throttles down, it is huge for battery life. I saw um, there was like a Reddit post that said... I think it was that the third that the 12 pro max could get 12 hours of streaming video battery life and the 13 pro max could get like 25 hours of streaming video battery life and the big you know obviously the battery is bigger whatever whatever but like promotion makes a difference because when you're streaming video and you know uh, 30 fps or 24 fps or whatever it is the screen can throttle down to that speed and then it will uh you know it'll be a lot less power consumption and if you have like if i have my maps open like i you know i bike uh, a lot and i sometimes use the maps and so if i have the map screen open and it can throttle down all the way to like 10 hertz because the screen isn't updating that much and that'll be big for battery mm-hmm. life so i'm looking forward to first of all the better battery life and i think promotion is going to have a pretty big impact aside from just the batteries being bigger or you know the battery yeah. life being better and that's a really interesting point to bring up because i think a lot of a lot of Android phones that get high refresh rate displays, people end up complaining and turning it off because it hurts the battery life. But mm-hmm. with ProMotion, if it increases the battery life, <laughs> that's like, I mean, isn't is that not just a huge middle finger to the rest of the phone industry? Because everyone's like, oh, Android phones have had this for years. Android phones have had this for years, and Apple's like. Hey, guess what? I'll give you the feature, but I'm also going to make your battery life better with higher refresh rate. Mic mm-hmm. drop, you know? That's pretty crazy. It is pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I'll say that's the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to. Uh, the cameras, I don't use my cameras all that much. Um, yeah. So I guess the upgrades are nice. The smaller notch is interesting this is like the 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 dumbest thing but when i put my phone on my bike mount it has uh four corners so it puts like four um you put like these four elastic things over the corners to to secure it and Mm -hmm. it completely covers up my control center so now if the notch is smaller i can still get it my control center it's like the dumbest thing do you think it'll work I think I mean the notch will be smaller, so there will be some of the screen because like right now those 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 uh, straps or whatever go right up to the notch, and so if the notch is smaller and there's a little bit of room for me to get at, it's like the dumbest <laughs> thing. But you know, I'm but you know if it, it if it makes your life a little bit easier, then it makes your life a little bit easier. Yeah, honestly, it's dang uh, that's funny. Yeah, it's like I'm looking things. forward to the macro lenses. Oh yeah, yeah, that looked that looked pretty cool. As far as our poll results here, we should be coming up to an uh, to a close here, as in fact we are with the podcast itself. Mm-hmm. Looks like 62% are now saying no pre-order. The 13 Pro is in the lead of those who did pre-order with 18% of the vote, followed by the Pro Max with 10% then the 13 mini at 5 and the 13 at 4%. That is actually really surprising. The fact that is not the order that I would have thought mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest. 
I I thought this year's 13 Pro was dead in the water. In my video, I basically said, hey, folks, the smart decision is to go for the 13. You're not necessarily getting $200 more features with the 13 Pro. And yet, by a pretty wide margin, people are going for the Pro. I think I think it's literally, it's an aesthetic thing. It's a status thing. Like, I don't necessarily know that there's a... You know, broadly, I think there's a lot of people that buy the 13 Pro because it looks the best, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, that's fair. I'll give you my, and I know we're wrapping up here, but I, if yeah. I had to come up with a theory, I think that a lot of the, 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 the real techie people, like I guess the kind of people that watch or that, you know, that listen to this podcast they're going to go for like the pro and the pro max models and and a lot of them are going to update or going to upgrade like pretty frequently i feel like the people that go for the 13 you know the 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 more general uh population i guess maybe they got the 12 or even the 11 and they're happy with what they have and you know obviously the 13 didn't do that much for them so like you're going to buy the new iphone every year because you know you do it for your job and like a lot of these tech people are going to buy the iphone very frequently because you know it's a tech thing and you like tech and that's what you spend your money on i feel like the 13 is for like the general population and maybe you know it wasn't wasn't that big of an upgrade and i think a lot of people had a phone they were happy with already so that's my theory but I don't that's know. a good theory uh we also just before we leave we've got sam i update here um chiming in on the 13 pro now i should be clear i am totally hypocritical if I was choosing between the 13 and the 13 Pro, I would go for the 13 Pro. I, I'm totally hypocritical, <laughs> but I'm fully aware that, I don't know, I don't... So Sam says, better screen, so it's a little bit brighter. Uh, obviously, you've got the ProMotion, that's the big one. You're probably not going to notice the brightness. The better battery, I think it's, what, two and a half hours better? I think so. And then better cameras. Those are, like, the key differences. Right. Um, and if I may just chuck in... That the the stainless steel rails on on these things are indestructible. I've dropped this phone numerous times. I've dented floors, but I haven't dented these corners. Um, so I think that's definitely something. Yeah. But in in my opinion, with what we were saying earlier, better screen is an icing feature, right? It it's not changing the core functionality. It's not like going from LCD to OLED, in my opinion. Right. The better battery, that's a core feature. And that's something that, that might be very important. And then the better cameras, I think, for most people are probably icing. Yeah. I know Apple loves to pretend that, you know, pro professional videographers are buying the 13 Pros, but they're probably not. <laughs> not in large numbers anyway. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but I'm going to kind of have to say cameras are an icing feature. I agree. I don't know that that's $200 worth of value. I would still buy it. Yeah. But I would not think, oh, wow, what a good deal that I just got. I would think, damn, they, they got me. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, got exactly. me. <laughs> yep. That's, yeah. I'm very curious, though. And I, and I didn't even do that. I got the Pro Max. I spent yet another hundred unnecessary dollars just to get a larger screen. N not even better, just bigger. And then yeah. a little bit better battery life, which I didn't even have a problem with in the first place. So, yeah, I'm really dumb. Well, on that note, I think that's the perfect yes. way to end. I think you're right, Noah. I think now that we know that I'm dumb, but I'm fully aware of it, mm -hmm. 
I think it's time to end our return. And in fact, next time, next time you see us, we're going to have said iPhones in hand. And we'll have lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah. And the iPads. Oh, man. Next week is going to be fun. Set your clocks. Set your clocks right here. Set, not set your clocks. Set, set an alarm. Put a calendar reminder. I don't know. A week from today, be here or be square. That, that didn't rhyme. It didn't rhyme, but that's okay. You should. Uh, there you go. You should definitely stop by. And if you're listening to the the podcast and you saw we started uh, with those polls, that's uh, going to be even better next week. Uh, but definitely come by so you can join in the chat and you can take part in the polls as well to uh, to Fantastic. make this more interactive and, and more fun. And with that, I have been your host, Luke Miani. And I've been your host, Noah Rubin. We will see you next Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Have a great night. Got to add the Pacific in there. Got to add the Pacific <laughs> now. Have a good Have night. a good one.